word and prayer for all nations, not by might nor power, but by the Spirit of the Lord of hosts. Father, we thank you even as we continue learning about spiritual hearing. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to reveal your word to us. Let the door of utterance be open in the name of Jesus. Anoint your word in the name of Jesus. Your word shall not come back to the void, but must accomplish the mission and the purpose that you sent it to accomplish in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13, from verse 7, we will read until uh, verse 11. Actually, verse, 13, verse 12. We are still learning about spiritual hearing. And the Bible says, And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of God, and Gilead, as for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. This was a very serious situation. They were waiting for Samuel, the man of God, to come and give a sacrifice. Uh, they, you know, it is good to understand your, your boundaries. Every, every anointing has, has borders. Every calling has its own uh, uh, boundaries. So there are things that God expects you to do, and there are other things he has not called you to do. So we need to understand the levels at which we are called, and what is it that God has called you to do, and what is it that God has not called you to do. And the Bible says that uh, this man was a king. He was called to govern people. The work of the king was to take care of the people, to govern people, to rule the land. At this particular point, the, the purposes of giving that offering or the work or the assignment to offer a sacrifice belonged to the prophetic office, not the king. And so they were waiting for the man of God, Prophet Samuel, to come. And he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. So the prophet of God had said, I will come. But in seven days, the man of God had not come. The impatience that grew after they waited for the prophet Samuel to come, they became very impatient. And one of the people that was greatly affected is King Saul. And after King Saul has waited seven days, the prophet of God has not come. The Bible says in verse 9, And Saul said, Bring hither, or bring here, a burnt offering to me and peace offerings and he offered the burnt offering we are talking about hearing god impatient people will have difficulty hearing god people that cannot wait on the lord people that are so impatient they cannot wait they cannot sit down and tarry a little bit they cannot wait for god in prayer they love action they love to go out there and preach. They love to go out there and lead meetings. They will love to go out there and see things happening. When the Lord said, or when the Lord ascended unto heaven, he spoke unto the apostles, unto the disciples, and he told them, go and wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes. You have seen me do mighty things. You have seen me heal the sick, deliver the bound, cast out devils. You have seen all these things. I even sent out 72 disciples. You have gone out there. You saw the power that was manifested. He sought, he sent disciples. You have seen 5,000 people being fed with a few loaves of bread and, and, and two fish. Five loaves and two fish. 
But go and wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes. Before the Holy Ghost comes, don't do anything. Do not act out of experience. Do not act out of skill, out of hearsay, out of what you saw. No, wait until the Lord, the Spirit of God comes. Impatient people cannot hear God. One of the things that compounds and jeopardizes the ministry of hearing from God is impatience. And if there are people that are very impatient when it comes to the things of God, they will also have challenges hearing from God. And the Bible says, and it came to pass, verse 10, that as soon as he had made an end of offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him that he might salute him. I wish he waited. I wish he waited one more day. And sometimes we lose out. Uh, people lose out on breakthroughs. People lose out on favor. Simply because they could not wait one more day. They could not wait one more week. One more month. Just waiting on God. One time. Impatience moved in. And they failed to hear from God. They lost a major season of visitation because of impatience. And Saul, or rather, and Samuel said, verse 11, What hast thou done? What have you done? And Saul said, Because I saw the people who were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed. You did not come the days that you spoke. You said that you were going to come and offer the sacrifice, but you did not come. And that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash. There are three situations there. The Bible says, number one, there was pressure from people. People that are so, believers that are so um, preoccupied with pleasing men will have challenges hearing God. When you are so preoccupied, what is man saying? What are people saying about me? When, people are so, when you're so preoccupied about your public image, about your public reputation, at the extent of the will of the Father, you will have a challenge when it comes to hearing God. Because the Bible says that Jesus often prayed, let not my will, but yours be done. Number two, you did not come. So when people or when a believer fails to see God, but always focuses his attention on the pastor, it is because the pastor said, it's because the pastor reiterated, the pastor said like this, but they do not see the God behind the pastor. They will have a challenge hearing God. Because they will think his pastor saying. They will think his pastor talking. And not God talking. Number three. When a believer is preoccupied by what the enemy is doing. What the enemy is doing. Where the enemy is headed. What the enemy is planning. Your preoccupation is about what demons are doing. What witches are doing. You know there are Christians that are so preoccupied by what the devil is doing. They never spend the time, any time, thinking about what God is doing. There is no time to meditate over what God is planning about their lives. But they are all time. The Bible says, the Philistines were gathered together against me at Mikmash. I was pushed by what the enemy was doing. I was pushed by what I was perceiving the, the devil was doing. Any time when they walk outside, they are so preoccupied by what uh, demons would be planning and thinking about themselves. This kind of people will have a serious problem when it comes to hearing God. You cannot hear the voice of the Spirit of God when your mind is buried in what the devil is doing. 
you cannot hear God. You cannot be an expert. You, you, cannot, you cannot be alert to the things of the Spirit of God. When you are bound in fear and panic, you will hear other things. In fact, most of the time, you will hear strange voices of the things you fear. This is what happens. And uh, so pressure has really messed people up. And I want us to look at another scripture. Uh, in Psalms chapter 138, verse 2. Hallelujah. In Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 138, uh, specifically looking at verse 2. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says, I will worship toward thy holy temple. There's power in worship. If we want to hear God keenly and carefully, we must learn to be at the place of worship. The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. In Psalms 100 verse 4. And to his courts with praise. Worship is the combination of thanksgiving and praise. So, thanksgiving plus praise equals worship. In Psalm 138 verse 2, I will worship. Which means I will thank you. I will praise you. I will glorify you toward thy holy temple. And praise thy name. For thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. The Bible tells us very clearly that God has exalted or magnified his word above all thy name. Above all his name. Therefore, a way in which we can hear God. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God is by placing the word of God as the central figure, the central standard of our lives. People that have problems with reading the Bible, people that have challenges with following the word of God, the scriptures, will have difficulty and confusion hearing from God. They will hear voices and they will not know whether it's God speaking or whether it's themselves talking or whether it's another strange voice talking. Why? Because absence of the word in your spirit equals confusion with hearing voices in the spirit world. When you do not have the word of God in your spirit, man, when the spirit does not feed on the word of God, then the ears of that spirit man will be rusty. They will hear strange voices. They will not be able to hear God's voice clearly. You must be full of the word of God. Everything God speaks is aligned to his word. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, this is another scripture that is very interesting. In First uh, John chapter 4 verse 1. The book of First John chapter 4 verse 1. And I hope uh, you are understanding the scriptures now. You are getting this, this sermon very well in Jesus' name. In First John chapter 4 verse 1. The Bible says, Beloved, believe not every spirit. That's what the Bible says. Don't be quick to believe. <clears throat> Sorry. Do not be quick to believe every spirit. That's what the Bible says. Beloved, believe not every spirit. One of the signs of maturity in the house of God is the power to discern between what kind of spirits are operating, either in a church or in several people. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Try. The Bible says try the spirits. It is important to test, to try the spirits, whether they are of God. 
because many false prophets are gone out into the world. That's what the Bible says. That we need to, we need to test, we need to try every spirit. Believe not everything. Everything you hear, everything someone tells you, measure it according to the word of God. The Bible says there were believers in a place called Berea. The Berean church. Apostle Paul was a man that was known. He was a popular preacher. He was a very popular, very famous apostle in those days. But when Apostle Paul came to preach the gospel among the Bereans, they did not believe him because of the fame. They did not believe him because they saw him on TV, if there was TVs those days. They did not believe Apostle Paul because of hearsay. No. Whatever Apostle Paul was preaching, in the evening they would go through the word of God, through the scripture. They would search the scriptures to find out whether what Paul was saying was true or not. What were they doing? They were trying the spirit of Paul. They were testing the spirit of Paul. Not everybody that comes in the name of a prophet should be, should be trusted as coming from God. No. If you cannot test, don't trust. If you cannot try, don't trust. Everything that is of God. Even the Bible says, trust, the test every spirit, whether they be from God. It is important. And verse 2 says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. So the Bible says, how do we know that the spirit is right? That spirit must believe and confess that Jesus came in the flesh. Any religion, how do I know that this church is the right church? How do I know that these people, uh, they, they are serving the right altar? They must confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. And they might just be saying that lipwise, in terms of lips. But if you get deeper, when you see anything that opposes the factor called resurrection, the fact, the fact that Jesus came in the flesh, died, was buried, and rose again, you need to run away. You're in the wrong place. Verse 3, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that he should come. And even now already is it in the world. So this is how we know that the spirit that confesseth and believeth that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is the right spirit. And this is very real even in deliverance. Especially when deliverances are taking place. And sometimes you can meet impersonators or spiritually impersonating spirits. And one of the ways is to hear the confession that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Evil powers will find it difficult to confess that in the name of Jesus. As the Bible says, every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof you have heard that it should come. And even now already, is it in the, which is in the world. My prayer today is that your spiritual hearing will be so sharpened that you will hear God. You will know and discern whether people, and especially in this time, where the Bible says that false prophets have gone out, you'll be able to discern in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, let our spirits be alert and discerning to hear from you. That we shall be alert. We shall be discerning. We shall, be, we shall hear your voice. Because you are our shepherd. My sheep hear and they know my voice. In the name of Jesus. I cast out every strange power. Strange voices. Strange altars. 
be destroyed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Whatever strange voice that speaketh to mimic the voice of the Father, you shall be discerned and subdued in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. And uh, the Lord continue to raise you. Let your spiritual understanding and your spiritual senses be alert, especially in these days. In Jesus' name. Goodbye and uh, shalom. Bye-bye for now. Word and prayer for all nations, not by might, nor power, but by the Spirit of the Lord of hosts.